Hello, hello, and hello, and welcome to the Cup TV. The currently on name podcast, you know, where we could we can come here first to quench your reality thirst, and where we put the real entity in reality. And uh, welcome to, I guess, Summer Slam Saturday, because that's what we're here to discuss. We're going to talk about Summer Slam today. And um, yeah, I'm your girl, Lana, your resident diva, here to give the tea, spill the tea, and drink the tea, because you know I love me some tea. Her. And if you have some tea, you know what to do. Hit me up. I am not drinking anything because I did not feel like going to get me anything to drink after I just ran here after watching Big Brother. So, yeah, full transparency. We recorded this on Big Brother for Midnight. So, I'm not drinking anything. But if I was, I would be drinking it out of my cup. Mug, because everything tastes better coming out of your cup. Mug, period. So, you should get you one. You can get that at Etsy dot com and uh we do ship internationally so there are no excuses read next yeah yeah lit uh so hi it's brooke sorry and wes uh you know uh just hanging out um talking about some SummerSlam wrestling very excited talking about the thousand and four holds we know we know uh such as hold four arm bar <laughs> Yeah, I just showed West that promo right before we got on. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Uh, and we're excited to talk about uh, exactly what Topher put his header as rematch slam. Woo, rematch slam. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, hello, uh, I'm Lewis. I'm a canny laddie, soon to be back in Manny. Um, yeah, I, I've uh, got, uh, got me a new place, so I'm moving back. Can't wait. Um, yeah, very excited to talk about some. Well, I'm here to talk about SummerSlam. My excitement <laughs> for it, my excitement for SummerSlam has took a downward trajectory. Um, but yeah, yeah, worst comes to worst, I can just talk about my favorite Simon Dean SummerSlam moments. Sure, did Simon Dean ever have SummerSlam moments? I don't I know, anyway. Don't think he did, but, uh, <laughs> Well, let me tell you something, brother. If there's one thing that the Toaster knows how to do, it's a rematch, brother. Because let me tell you, when you know what's going to make you money, brother, you sign the same match over and over again, brother, because that's where the money's at. Let me tell you, brother. I'm the Toaster, here to report on this upcoming SummerSlam tonight to find out who is going to win in the big fight again. Again. In a spit-swabbing makeout match. <laughs> they haven't seen that clip, Wes. <laughs> and yeah. his name is John Cena. He wasn't twice. He wasn't three times, four times, five times, five times. Rematch, five times. Booker T, five times. Five times. Five times. Five times. more. Shocky Ducky. Quack, quack. Shocky Ducky. He's not going to get nailed by WrestleMania, so they'll do it again. Cody needs more adversity. More adversity. It's not yeah. a match. It's a SummerSlam. It is. We are banning you from the Summerfest. <laughs> so afraid that we can't sell tickets in the United States. <laughs> we need to give you what we know. <laughs> very much all of that, what all of them just said. It yeah, is, whatever they just said. <laughs> everything they just said, it, that is what this is. I have never been so underwhelmed for a SummerSlam that I have. And I'm like, 
And this is the thing, it's because the last two weeks for me has been really super crazy. So I've not watched Raw. I've not watched SmackDown. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't keep up because I had some stuff going on. But then I look at the card. I get online. I'm like, okay, let me see what this card is going to be so I can be excited about it. And I looked and I was like, this is it. I had to go back and check again and double check because I'm like, gotta be more right this can't be the card right no and it's a lot of stuff that we've seen over and over and i'm like why now it is nuggets of in matches that i'm like i'm intrigued about and i'm interested and i'm excited about but when they tell you they're far and few between this this time around i'm i'm just not excited i'm just not excited um, I was excited for a match on this card, uh, and then WWE was like, "No, you're not allowed to have three mat three women's Yeet. matches on the SummerSlam card, and we have to put Ronda and Shayna here." So, sure. Also, yeah. When's the last time Rhea Ripley defended her belt on pay per view? Anybody remember? I Backlash. Think, I, no, it was the freaking match against Natalia, the one minute match against Natalia in Saudi Arabia. Um, um, also, when's the last time Rhea Ripley oh, defended happened. her belt in general? I mean, that's that's Saudi Arabia. He's working with Dirty Dom right now. Dirty Dominic Mysterio is over there yeah. winning that North American Championship and retaining that North American Championship. We Dirty are... Dominic Mysterio is carrying the load in his relationship. Well, he's about to drop the belt to Dragon Lee, so it's fine. I mean, like, for me, SummerSlam this year is more like a bummer slam. Um, oh, that's a better headline. Like, well, I mean, like, Legitimately, I'm just happy I get to make one joke during this show, and that is it. And we'll get to it when we get to it. But other than that, like it's eight matches that I just don't care about. <laughs> well, I don't well, know what you're talking about. I'm excited for all of these wonderful matches that I've never seen before. So uh, <laughs> we will get into that. Well, let's just jump right into it and let's. Before we get into it, though, are we going to just gloss over the major news in wrestling right oh, now? Please, that Vince McMahon has been please? raided. Oh, the FBI has searched Vince McMahon's oh. home. That wasn't that wasn't the big major news that I was thinking of. Yeah, but yeah, that is major news. Yeah. Let's not talk about anything to do with the AEW people right now. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse okay, I'll me. This, okay. The elite all resigned. Yay! Cool. Nothing in the wrestling world changes. Moving on. Like it's not that big of a deal. Excuse me. Are we not talking about fucking Rob Van fucking Dam? Maybe. It hasn't uh, you know, honestly, I saw Rob Van Dam come back not too long ago. Do a couple matches not too long ago. <laughs> you know, sometimes, sometimes you you don't. Sometimes it's good to retire young. Mm-hmm. Just retire and don't come back. Maybe he should retire old. He's still okay. I mean, the Hardys are going, and they are... Did you see Jeff last time he was in the ring? Yeah, Yeah. no, I'm saying, like, if anyone needs to fucking retire... Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Jeff Jarrett. Anyway, so much fun. I can't wait to get into it. (laughs) (laughs) I I guess we'll get into it. Yo, I'm just... I don't know. All right. Get into it. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I fucking hate this fucking graphic. Um. Yeah. 
I'm like, I get it. Look at this. We're in the fucking Motor City. We're, we're in Motor City. <laughs> we're in Detroit. Yeah. Listen, guys, what much more can you do with Detroit? Yeah, just not too much on Detroit. Not <laughs> too much on Detroit. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not from Detroit, but I've been to Detroit. It's not horrible, as people like to say. Is it great? No, it's not great. But it's not horrible. I mean, it's pretty much like the Lions show, right? Every year. It's, it's just they're okay. It's not yeah, right there. Right. They never get close. But at least it's not Florida. They didn't Ooh. need to brand it around Detroit. That's the thing. Like, they could have just. They could have had a thing. I, I missed the classic double S. Yeah, yeah I missed that. But. Give us the, um, give us the green. I, the yeah. Green I'm, I didn't put this in any particular order, just whatever order came up, how I got the pictures. So, that's understandable. That's, it's just, I don't know. But yeah. I think this first match that we're going to talk about is the one, one of the few matches that I'm actually in, anticipating watching. So, Ricochet, you know, Logan yeah. Paul. I think you know, yeah. this is. And this is very sad because it's still Logan Paul. And I'm still like, but you're still Logan Paul. But you put the ricochet in the factor for me, I'm very pleased because ricochet is somebody who I enjoy watching. Mm -hmm. So the ricochet factor for me makes this better. And I do think that because we, I've given Logan Paul his props. I feel like when he does show up, he does a good job when he gets there. And I think he's going to do a good job with this match. And I think Ricochet will bring out the best in him. And he'll give us, they'll give us some high flying, some very what the moments. And um, yeah, that's what I'm interested in seeing. I'm looking forward to. And they have been giving me some really good promos back and forth between them on the shows. But I've seen the highlights, so that's my thoughts. What's y'all stop? I really just hope that this match is like given enough time to be properly good because, quite honestly, WWE does not care about Ricochet unless he's doing big flippy things to get them clicks on YouTube and Twitter, and they only like Logan Paul because he gives them engagement. So, outside, like. They're, I feel like this is going to end up being a five-minute spot fest and nothing more than that when I feel like these two could actually tell a really good story in the ring. Um, that's just me. That's just what I think. So let me tell you guys about Logan Paul. Oh, my goodness. All right. So listen. All right, guys. We've already seen that he can do some pretty cool spots. We've seen that he can advertise Prime. All right? And this is the prime time for another Prime sponsorship. And so, to me, I mean, obviously, we're going to see Logan Paul get another dub. Wow. Um, can't wait, actually. I mean, um, to be fair, he is kind of due for a win. Yeah, always going to win. And uh, <laughs> I'm not going to be happy about it. I mean, he hasn't won a match since that singles match with The Miz ages ago. So, I mean. Last summer. Uh, yeah, last yeah, summer. Summer, yeah. Logan Paul about to go two and zero at SummerSlam. Yeah, look at this way, guys. I'm anticipating this about mm -hmm. as much as the release of CryptoZoo. <laughs> the release of who? What? Uh, uh, Y'all don't know about the Logan Paul CryptoZoo thing? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. Just... I, I can... um, 
Off camera. Right. Don't worry about that. Right. Um, first of all, this is probably. Um, and I know he's had a title win, but this is probably Ricochet's biggest match in WWE. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, wow. I hate that he has to work with Logan Paul for that to happen. Uh, Dude, he's been a, he's won the US title, the Intercontinental title, North American Championship. It's so depressing that he's like. This is his, his biggest match. I know. You're still right. But but at the same time, I'm happy that he's getting better respect than he's had in the last yeah. whatever. He's the way the position they put him in in the last year or so has been dreadful. Well, after he dropped the IC title to Gunther, which by the way, in case I mean, I'm happy. Yeah, that's who beat Gunther beat for the belt. Like they've not really had anything to do for him, like anything right. for him to do. The only thing I can remember is he had that feud in NXT with Carmelo Hayes. Like, yeah, like that was a banger. And that, it was great, but like they're not really doing anything with Ricochet, so no. I, I'm just happy. And then he was doing the whole Braun Strowman tag team before Braun got injured, so I hope that they give Ricochet some props here, and this also does show that the company trusts him because they need somebody that can lead Logan to a good match, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is always good. So there's that. I if he, sorry, go ahead. No, go for it. I was gonna say if Ricochet does win here, I'm expecting big things. I see title match. Probably not. <laughs> but like, US, title match? US title, Austin Theory. Oh, is it Austin yeah. Theory on SmackDown? I don't know. <laughs> Who gives a fuck about the <laughs> fucking? The only time they care is when it comes to belts, apparently. Yeah. Right, but, but like WWE is gonna WWE. It doesn't. You can be on this brand one day and then that other day, brand well, the next. Well, they're gonna have to trade Cody for somebody, so maybe they'll trade Cody for Austin Theory. Maybe. <laughs> Even though this is technically the first one-on-one encounter between Logan Paul and Ricochet. This is their third in-match encounter as they Mm -hmm. competed against each other in the Royal Rumble and competed against each other in the Money in the Bank ladder match. So although it's a first, it is still technically a rematch. (laughs) But I'm actually really impressed that WWE is trusting Ricochet with this situation. I think that it does show a lot. I think Triple H probably has a lot of involvement. I think it helps that Logan Paul got to work with Ricochet in the Royal Rumble and said, this is a guy I want to work with more. Um, And I feel that this is going to make or break Logan Paul as far as being a WWE superstar along with his other uh, credentials. Because if him and Ricochet can have a good match that is exciting and gets the fans into it, that is more than just a spot fest which a lot of it will be Ricochet's fault, but Ricochet is not a Seth Rollins that could get a good match out of a broom, all right? As much as we love our indie darlings, Ricochet is not just not over because WWE is bad at booking him, right? Um, it This will be elevating both of them to all new heights, and I'm very curious, or it'll be a major flop, and hopefully we will never see Logan Paul again. I am surprised that they did not put this match in a cage, Um <laughs> or like any other type of thing for them to jump off of. Um, I would not be surprised if this does not become some type of notice qualification match prior to it beginning, unless it's already not a notice qualification you, match and I just haven't been paying attention. Give me false count anywhere. Yeah. Give me false count anywhere and they can go fucking jump. Lewis, if it yeah. was false count anywhere match this match, how are they going to book the rematch? 
Okay, also, I want to challenge the notion that Ricochet is not like a ring general because you need to watch some of his stuff in, in NXT when he was feuding for, with the North American title. Like when they and his feud with AJ Styles for the US belt a few years ago now, too. Like Ricochet is great. The two things that are holding him back is one, the company doesn't push him at all. And number two, his promo skills are um, not needed bad. best. Please do not forget that he is both. And I'm not taking anything so away from Ricochet. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not all WWE's fault that he's not over. Oh, I mean, for sure. I mean, again, one thing Ricochet needs to learn, and he could take a step from his wife, is that, or his girlfriend or fiance. Fiance. Fiance, fiance thank you. Uh, Samantha Irvin, the best ring announcer in WWE history, is Period. that you need to learn how to be like captivating when you speak and like speak with a, a, a tone to in, interest the people. And, um, you know, him just have some one on ones with Samantha when you all are driving to wherever the next show is. Because, like, why not? His wife yeah. is a ring announcer and is more over than him. Yeah. And he does all the flippy stuff. He should be over, but he's not. Yeah. I, um, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think he's being given the. In terms of matches, I don't think he's being given as much of a creative input into the matches as he was on NXT or in Indies and whatnot. Um, but I'll be interested to see if that changes in this match. Sure. Anyway, did we? are we doing like winner predictions? Or are we saving that? We should do winner predictions for this match. On who you got I mean, I want to say Ricochet because that's who I just want. But I probably think because w this is WWE, it's probably going to be Logan Paul. Uh, I'm going to go with Logan Paul. Yeah, we got Logan Paul on this one. Uh, that way he can lose to somebody more important. Uh, oh, Logan Paul. I'm going to go with Logan Paul after some crazy sick high spot that involves both of them. And Logan Paul just so happens to get his arm on Ricochet. Maybe Logan Paul will proper get a proper finisher at this show that isn't just a punch. Oh, that'd maybe. be cool. Maybe. Whatever. It's okay. Um, we'll yeah. Go. I mean, no, it's we can't we can't all be bad bunny, Wes. <laughs> You're right. I, I I went back to this slide because there is one match that we have to talk about that they didn't really have a slide for, and that apparently is a battle royal that is going to happen at SummerSlam, which oh, I'm yeah. like, we're doing the battle royal, oh. but we couldn't put Becky and Trish on the spot, but we go do a battle royal. We'll rant about. Is that. there some sort of win? Is there some sort of like prize to this, or is it just a fucking battle royal to be a battle royal? Like. I mean, based off of the person that we all think is probably going to win this match, I'm assuming it's going to end up being like a push into the U.S. title contention. Hopefully, I pray. Um, because, but, but like, dear Lord, if L.A. Knight does not win this battle royal, I will be so mad. I mean, he really is only the only person that they are saying is in this match thus far. We don't even know who else is in this match. Just... They've announced six I, people. Who cares? They know we, they announced like, six people after two days after announcing LA Knight. Like we knew LA Knight first and foremost. And then they were like, oh, and by the way, this person and this person and this. We know who won in this. We night. like okay, we can imply what 
happens to the winner. I wish that WWE would explicitly say something like, oh, the winner of this gets to do this. This is just a match just to be a match. Right? It's a match to be a match, and I hate that. <laughs> now, if I was watching Money in the Bank, and then immediately after Money in the Bank ended, I go to turn on the next pay-per-view. Like, let's say I'm 10 years in the future, right? And I'm watching Money in the Bank, and then I go into SummerSlam, right? Just on pay-per-view rewatch. My expectation would be that I would see LA Knight versus Drew McIntyre. For some reason, we ain't seeing that. So, we got a battle royal. We get a battle royal. Is somebody injured? Is LA what? injured and they don't want to reveal it? Like, is this a Stone Cold situation where they're like, let's put him in a battle royal. We can give him a win without him actually working. And he still gets to stay out and on the mic and he looks good. Right. I mean, we know a few people are injured at the moment. They're still working. We know Kevin Owens is injured, working through an injury mm-hmm. right now. Oh, but I like, didn't know that. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, also, Kevin and Sammy haven't defended the tag belts in a hot minute either. Let's nope. they're not on this card either. See, are they still champions? We yep. don't yep. defending belts. No, we don't care. Unless you're one of three champions. <laughs> but, Is it at WrestleMania? Uh, yeah. I mean, even then, but beside the point. Um LA and I better win this match, and if he doesn't, they will never put the rocket behind him. Literally. What if we get Carlito debut here? Well, re-debut. I will pop. I will pop. But he's he's not winning. winning. Yeah, he's not gonna win. But we might get him. I'd be. I'd be. I'd. That would take my. That would take my excitement higher than it is right now, slightly. I mean, so I, I. <laughs> I can compare that to what happened tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about the... it. I don't know if it's something or another. Anyway, um, but yeah, uh, I don't even lawyer. trust WWE to give La La Knight his moment anymore because they keep on fucking dragging it out. It's the Battle Royal. I, I wouldn't. I say. wouldn't be. Su- I wouldn't be surprised if they drag it out even more because WWE is going to be WWE. They are. Cody's our guy. Um, if I was gonna throw a fucking prediction out, um, well, I don't even feel like we need to waste our time because LA Knight is winning the match. Big Bronson Reed. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go ahead and predict Bray Wyatt. He might come back. Oh. Uh, sure. I think we can just throw anybody out there because I'll say it's going to be Kofi Kingston. He's coming back from his injury. Yep, and there it is. Well, so out Randy Orton. Period. Uh, maybe. Uh, oh, Randy's also apparently training to come back too. So I mean, they're yeah. all cleared. Yeah, Everybody is clearing. I, mean, I know that if I have a Randy Orton, I would yeah, want to come back to a random battle royal in SummerSlam. So. It's the cleared battle royal. Everybody that's been injured and is now clear. Biggie, Biggie's coming Big back. Uh, don't even tease yeah, 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 yeah. watch the weakest link. Okay, Simon. I mean, Dean. he was on. Simon Dean is coming too. back. Okay, so but regardless, L A Knight. Yeah, 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 yeah. He went in. Anybody else? No, 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 no. But dummy, dummy. Yeah. Let's get this match out the way. Uh, fucking Shayna, please, Shayna. I don't. So Rod is leaving. 
Yay. Yeah, she's leaving. Roddy Ronda is leaving. <laughs> um, and because of that, if you go based on the old wrestling adage, if you leave, you go out on your back. Dear Lord, Shayna Baszler better win this match. Please. I think that's what it is. I think that's how they wanted it. I think that's how Ronda wanted it. I think Ronda wants to leave with giving Shayna, who has been the person on her side this entire time, the leg up to 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 to, to push. Apparently, like I think, like Ronda Rousey can give anybody yeah. a push, but Ronda Rousey should give Shayna a push, and she wants her to win and say, "I pin Ronda Rousey." But I'm like, that's not that impressive since Liv Morgan done it three times, because. Just want to put that out there. Not that impressive anymore. But whatever. Sure. Shayna, I hope. But this is an MMA rules match, right? Like, because I can't think of anything better for two women that one of which can barely wrestle to wrestle an MMA rules match. So what are we going to see? I mean... You know, we're going to see of Ronda Rousey's striking capability. I mean, can I keep it a buck? Why is this not a fight pit match? Because yeah, like, be, That would have been fun. This is perfect for the fight pit. I'm sorry. But, like, I mean, if they want to make it, like, these two are going after each other. This is going to be, like, a big brawl, whatever. Because that's what it's being presented on as on TV, right? Shayna Baszler's like, I'm going to end your career, Right. Um, then Fight Pit would be great for this, especially considering their history. But no, because reasons, it has to be MMA rules, which, have they ever done that? Ever? Yes. When was this? Uh, Lions Den match with Ken Shamrock and Steve Blackman, or Ken Shamrock and Owen Hart. Okay, yes, Lions Den. I'm aware of Lions Den, but also it wasn't... Like, we don't know what they mean by MMA rules. Listen, if it's not being commentated by Joe Rogan, I don't want any part of this. I'll go watch Joe Rogan. He's, he's a UFC commentator. I know who he is, but we still listen to Joe Rogan? No. Absolutely I mean, not. Absolutely not. Absol- absolutely not. Joe Rogan is... Nana says not on this podcast. Not on this podcast. We talked about Joe Rogan. <laughs> absolutely not. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. We don't exactly know what's going to... I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if it is the fucking Lions then, just with a f- fucking different name or something like that. MMA rules. MMA rules. Yeah, all sorts of triangle chokes for seven minutes, and then the round's going to end, and they're going to go to a new one. Yeah, you know, MMA rules actually stands for most members apathetic because Mm. none of us care. Um, I don't care. (laughs) Don't care. Shayna. Shayna, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Are we saying, yeah, yeah, Shayna. Yeah, yeah, Shayna, 100%. Okay. If Ronda, we riot. If Ronda, if Ronda rewired, I, 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 I think I, I will jump on board it. with. I mean, don't, if Ronda, I, I will mean, just roll my eyes. She's, she's leaving, it. and that, that's all I care about. Don't know if I care enough, to right? Riot. To riot, I yeah, might yeah. just roll my if, eyes. If, if Ronda, we eye roll, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I would say. If Ronda, Ronda I we eye roll, gasp right. um, and then we'll come be... back here next week and talk about it uh, how we hated it for months. Okay, I really, I Earlier this year, I would have been excited for this one. I feel like we've had the same combination of people going after Gunther's. So uh, I'm not as excited for this match anymore. It's gonna, it's gonna be hard hitting. It's gonna be great as a like a like 
in the moment, but in the lead up, I don't. It's going to be similar to the Gunther Sheamus match in the back, in the way that I didn't care for it in the lead up, but the match was a fucking banger. I mean, um, I concur. Um, honestly, I kind of have lost. I concur. Uh, yeah, I concur. Like, I, I've lost a little bit of the steam that Gunther's had as IC champ here lately. Uh, maybe it's just because. I don't know. I wasn't really into the whole Riddle feud, and now it's McIntyre. And after Gunther wins this match, we don't really know who he's going in after next. Um, after what happened on Raw, I want it to be Chad Gable, but I know it won't be. Um, so, I don't know. Like, Gunther's a great champ. Do not get me wrong. Mm-hmm. And his matches have always been stellar, Right. We yeah. just need the storyline drive behind the matches to make it more compelling to watch, right? Because right. imagine Gunther versus Sheamus with a great build in front of it too, right? Imagine, you know, the triple threat at WrestleMania, same thing, right? Because that match really wasn't about Gunther. It was about Sheamus and McIntyre. So I, I would really love Gunther to be the center point of a storyline and it make the matches he's in more compelling, uh, even if they're always great. Right, like I, I don't know. I just Gunther's probably gonna win. I want him to break the record because he is this freaking close. He just passed Randy Savage. He's only about the honky tonk man to go. So, you know, yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about it. Me personally is it's kind of like the streak, where the thing that's gonna matter is that he takes the record and how it ends. Every step in between that, we're gonna get a Gunther match. And you know what? It's going to be either a stomp or it's going to slap. I think this is going to slap in as the match. But until we get closer to that record, all we are going to see is either WWE is going to botch this and lose the streak early, or uh, and then give it to Brock Lesnar, you know, or uh, we're going to see this actually meet its fruition. We're going to get to the end. He's going to have the record, and then we're going to give it to somebody insane to carry that belt into the future with all of it being built on Gunther's back. As of recording, we are officially 37 days away from Gunther breaking the record. We got a month and change. They wouldn't so, do it, right? They better words. They they wouldn't do it, right? They did it to Cody. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think Drew. Uh, it's again. I, I would rather have seen Drew McIntyre versus LA Knight. I would rather of. Like, am I remembering that correctly? Like, did they not tease Drew McIntyre and LA Knight? Was I like... No, it was Drew McIntyre Gunther was getting teased at Money in the Bank. Was it? Oh, my God. Correct my previous statement. This is how boring this lead-up has been, that I don't even remember what is going on. No, I I just am not... I am excited for this match in the sense that I think it's... I know it's going to be a good match. I think the, the ending is predictable. And I think that's the problem with, like... It is okay to have good guys and bad guys, right? Like we're start we all really love Gunther because he produces matches after matches, but he's also like a heel. So it makes it to where like I'm like conflicted as far as like I don't want to see him lose the belt. So they should have just gone with the full like switch, maybe had in this tail end of like him going to beat the streak. 
have Gunther turn on his boys. He can ditch his Imperium and like say that he stands on his own and then have somebody be a real threat to taking away Gunther's chance at taking that streak because we're rooting for him to hit that mark. And so we're at SummerSlam and we're at a point to where like it is a really pivotal win for somebody to take this off of Gunther. Could it be somebody we don't want to see happen? And then we're actively rooting for Gunther. Here we are in a situation where I'm not really rooting for either person. I just know it's going to be a good match. So this really just belongs in AEW. <laughs> That's so true. I mean, again, not in, in form, not against AEW because they. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. I zoned out. What were we saying about fucking AEW? See, that's what you get for zoning zoning out. No, don't tell him. Moving on. Keep talking what you were saying. He should have been paying attention. Pay attention to what we're doing. AEW has good builds from time to time because right now the Adam Cole and JF stuff is great. Second, um, Gunther has to win, even if it's by disqualification. You can even lose by disqualification, okay? Don't care. Keep the belt around this man's shoulder. That is all that matters to me. Um, yeah, and also Ludwig Kaiser just got a clean win on Matt Riddle on Raw. Um, so maybe Kaiser's the next challenger for Gunter, right? You know what? I would not be mad about it. That wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't be mad about Only it. Only three words, Barry Matt Riddle. But, but, but like, there was like, there was like <laughs> already teasers about them ditching mm-hmm. Vinci, right? Yeah, but like, theoretically, because Vinci's kind of been back in the fold lately, like the past week, week or two. So, I mean, I don't know, but Kaiser's getting a bit of a build right now because, I mean, beating Riddle clean is still a big deal. So, I mean, at least for, you know, someone where Kaiser, who's been mostly, like, an enhancement talent, right. palling with Gunther. Yeah, I mean, my man thinks he's the big deal Titus O'Neil, so maybe he needs to be. You know? But, I mean, hey, the way he takes that jacket? Ah, listen. <laughs> I'm, down. Um, I'm down for every re-announcer to get some matches. Yeah, for me... Not, not yet. Um, Gunther needs to break the street, break the record, rather. Um, I, I don't see him ever losing by disqualification, winning by disqualification, or something like that, or whatnot. Um, yeah, I, I think this is just... losing by DQ. If someone else gets involved, cough, cough, Seamus, cough, cough. But other than that, like, okay, yeah. But, like, he wouldn't force a DQ. No, also, he wouldn't. No. Imagine the world where Topher has, ac- you know, accurately described the tensions that are going into this match, and then Gunther wins or loses by DQ right before his record. Talk about the absolute most worst pig-headed decision that we could see. Hopefully we won't see that. We're it's probably going to see Gunther take that record. Uh, but, again, I-, I can never trust WWE. So. Well, to be fair, this isn't even the last pay-per-view he has to make it through because after this, payback is the first week of September, and that's going to be a week before the record. So he needs to like hold on to it for then, and payback, and the Raw after, and then he'll have the record. Sweet. We shall see. Um, any predictions other than Gunter? Gunter! I mean, I would, I would love to talk about this match since y'all just dominated the whole conversation and it wouldn't let me get a word in edgewise, so I couldn't even say if I was excited or not about this match. I personally am excited about this match. I know y'all not. The lead-up has not been great. Sure. But I just know we're going to get a good match. I, re- I would rather see a good match and a good 
back and forth between these two than the word about the lead up. I can care less about the lead up. Lead up is great, but it's like it, the lead up is great. It ain't nothing if they go come in and then it's a crap match. So you can have a great lead up and then have a crap match, and I'm still mad at the match. I think this is going to be a good match. I think Luke, uh, Gunther and Drew are going to give us a good, solid, however many minutes of wrestling that they're going to give us, and it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be a banger of a match. I don't think it's going to be one of those boring matches because Gunther has not put on a boring match since he became in that Intercontinental Championship for me. So I think it's going to be a good match. I'm excited just for the match. The lead up, sure. Wasn't that great. But I think I'm excited about this match. Period. Hell yeah, Lana. And I think Gunther's going to win, mm-hmm. period. Gunther, <laughs> yeah, Gunther's going to win because he's not losing the belt. Have we disagreed on a prediction yet? No. Nope. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. That. It feels very much like our WrestleMania predictions. Yep. <laughs> and it's very much it's because of the predictability of these shows. It's just it is what it is, but let's move right. on to a match. I do not. I why, 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 why? Like, why are we doing this? I hated it every single time, and here we are again. I have said on this podcast, I want Brock Lesnar to go away. Go away. I am so sick and tired of this man, and I am getting very sick and tired of this man and this other man fighting each other. It's annoying. It is so frustrating. I have zero, zero interest in this match. I will probably leave my room when this match comes on. I will probably go make me something to eat or take a nap because I have no interest I don't care what happens. They can bring back all the surprises in the world and it'd be like, oh, you're most, my most favorite wrestler can decide to come in and join this match. And I still would not care. I hate this match. I hate it with every ounce of my being. And I refuse to talk about it any further. So when y'all are done, I am flipping this slide. I have no predictions because I don't care. Have at it. Can we just go ahead and declare this as the first ever broken cup of the of the wrestling podcast? Because that's what it feels like. Because, <laughs> like, honestly, I lost interest in this feud after the bullshit that happened last time with the broken arm and the like three minutes in the Kimura lock and like Cody getting more adversity. Grr. Like, for me, I'm just so sick of it. Um, Cody has to win. If Cody doesn't win, what are we doing all of this for? Um, it is SummerSlam, though. And if we know anything about Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam, that's usually where he ends careers. Uh, cough, cough, John Cena. Cough, cough, Randy Orton. So, I mean, for me, if Cody does not win, he's not taking the belt off Roman storyline feud over whatever. Uh, because, like, and also, we still don't know why this is even happening in the first place. Why has Brock been attacking Cody? And it's not even like we care anymore. This is something we should have found out before they fought at Backlash. Yeah. Not like three months later at SummerSlam now. I, like, are, do any of us care about this feud anymore? Because I don't. We've had no explanation for any of this. So. Oh, God. Oh, God. I care under one condition. 
And see, I, I'm, uh, I, I, I'm pretty resilient. Okay, you know, I'm pretty resilient to adversity. Um, to say I've seen trash twice now. All right, that I've not really enjoyed too much from these two. But there's one thing that could save it for me personally, and that's if I could see Paul Heyman do something really cool. Uh, mainly because I love Paul Heyman a lot. And so if we figure out that this has been under all the linchpin thumb of, of Paul Wiseman Heyman, okay, now it'll just go by without too much vehement hatred from me. But we'll see. I'm not optimistic. But I do have to hope that Paul Heyman somehow tries to save this. You're going to lose? I'm trying to process that Paul Heyman. Like, um, sure, but why would Brooke... Anyway, whatever. Um, uh, yeah, I agree with Brooke where it's like if Cody loses that whole momentum towards him taking the belt off Roman, you might as well just throw it. Um... Yeah, no idea why this happened. There's no reasoning behind this match to begin with. I don't know what this feud... They haven't explained this feud at all. Just Brock... Mind you, there was a fucking... I feel like a lot of this Brock in the last year, it's just been Brock attacking people with no fucking reasoning or anything behind it. Anyway, hey, Cody win. <laughs> okay. Well, let me tell you something, brother. 35 years ago, a real American took on a giant in this same city. And now, the American Nightmare takes on the Beast, Brock Lesnar. And if you've seen the American Nightmare Cody Rose's documentary on Peacock that's that has come out, and it is ever so elegant and um, rightfully declares AEW as a secondary promotion, um, then you understand that the last time Cody Rhodes was at SummerSlam, he was Stardust facing Stephen Amell, who makes questionable decisions. And now, here he is. After facing adversity, he did not give up in the Kimura lock. He went toe-to-toe with North American champion Dirty Dom and won a feat which is rather impossible. Tober, Tober, I can't. I can't. Okay? And now he is ready to go one-on-one. With the Undertaker. With the Beast. With the great rock, listener. And if there was a destiny that ever needed to be fulfilled, that was my baby Cody Rhodes. Baby Cody Rhodes has <laughs> always had it. He has always had that jiggle, that shank, baby. It's over. He's shedding no. the polka dots and he's shedding the star dots. No. no more. No more. Nope. Convincing you guys. This is the best match ever. 
<laughs> you know, you know, Tyler settled at the freaking WWE promo department with their big the video packages. Dustin has never gone to that gold dust. He was a loser, but Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare. And that is why this match is happening. So unless you guys have watched all of the extra stuff happening on the Peacock Network, then you wouldn't know. But I know because I watched Peacock. So you know I what? Understand. You know what? Sofa's right. Five stars. Six stars. <laughs> Six stars okay. <laughs> um, okay, regardless, Cody is my pick. Yeah. Gotta be Cody, right? Yeah. I said that last time, but gotta be Cody, right? Yeah, no. It's anyway, it was Cody last time. Because he beat Dog. It was Cody right last time. Why the fuck is this happening again? Okay, so we, got, we got Asuka, Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair in a triple threat match for the WWE Women's Championship, where all of them have a 33 and a third percent chance of winning a sacrifice. Wait, wrong show. Um, I've been waiting all night to say that joke. Um, regardless, um, I like triple threats. Not excited for this one because the build has been real weird. Um, and also, does anyone else feel like Asuka has like barely been a champion in all of this? <laughs> As usual, because they never book her mm-hmm. to do anything when she's champ. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, the, the build to this whole fucking pay view has been fucking shit. Uh, but you, just for the sake of having a title change, I would say Bianca again. I think it's too soon to put the belt back on Bianca unless she goes full heel. Um, because, I mean, no shit. Love Bianca. We have been over this. She was just champ for over a year. Uh, and dear Lord, if Charlotte Flair walks out of SummerSlam with this belt, <laughs> I'm losing my Jeez. mind. Okay, all right. I, I, I've stayed silent as long as I can. Guys, I'm physically ill. <laughs> I'm, I, I only have one emotion in my heart right now, and it's absolute dread and fear. Because if I have to watch Oscar lose again to Charlotte, to Charlotte Flair again, uh, I'm going uh, to take a break. <laughs> that happens. I'm letting you know because Charlotte, because Oscar knows she can't beat me because she's genetic. This whole thing is just Steiner math. This whole triple threat is Steiner math. I swear. Jesus, I, I don't. I think I'm with you, Wes. If we watch Asuka lose this belt to Charlotte Flair once again, and Charlotte pins Asuka, like Charlotte pins Asuka, and we lose this belt, to, I will probably, yeah, there will be no recap video from for this. I just could not put myself through this. I will be done. I'll try to find someone else to host this show because I couldn't do it. I, I, this is, I can't, I don't, I hate everything about this match because of the way they did it, the way they presented it, the way they built it up, the way it's, I agree. If the only way Bianca gets this belt is if she goes completely full heel, which is not like, out of like it's not out of the realms of possibility because I feel like she's been moving in that direction anyway, and I feel like they need to just go on and let her go all the way there, like 
let her go all the way there because Bianca is a good heel. She could do it. They just need to let it happen. But if we're not going to do that, then keep the belt. Let Oscar keep the belt. And then we put Oscar in a different feud where it, she actually shines as the champion because I feel like they're diminishing her shine as a champion, putting her in this triple threat match against two people who uh, who one just be, just gave up the belt and the other one has had this belt 14 thinking times. And it's like, we don't need her to have it. Charlotte does not need this belt. Charlotte actually needs to be pushed to the back of the line, honestly, like seriously at the back of the line. And she the one that needs to be having fights with uh, Zoe Stark coming in and, you know, doing like she needs to be wrestling these, the new girls coming in and building them up. Like she don't need this belt. She don't. And I'm sick of it. If she wins. Punched by a football player on Ms. TV. And that would be enough because after you've done that much, you need to help with the new generation, Lana. You're absolutely right. And what did Oscar do? Does she wear the belt wrong? Does she, (laughs) does she not look good on WrestleMania posters? Like what, what did she do? She's not Charlotte Flair. I mean, okay. look. And again, I love Oscar. She is my one of my favorite women's wrestlers of all time. But we know one about the Vince McMahon blondes thing, and secondly, we also know that Charlotte, for whatever reason, in the company's minds, is there like the top of the division always, right? She is the female John Cena, right, for this division. Do we agree with that? No. Should she be that? Probably not anymore. She's a 14-time champion, and she's been on the main roster for less than a decade, okay? We all want new things in this division. There are plenty of women that are on SmackDown right now that are not getting any TV time, that are not getting matches for belts. We were talking about this a while back, but I'm so sick of the same six people being at the top of the women's division and everybody else never getting any airtime. I mean... Sure, the tag belts give people belts occasionally, right? Like Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville have them right now. It's great, whatever. But, like, there are plenty of people who aren't in tag teams that would be great in a match for a belt that I would love to see compete for titles. But we're not going to see that because WWE or Triple H or Vince or whoever is content with the same old, same old with the women time and time and time and time again. And even with somebody like Zoe Stark, who's been hovering around the whole Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus feud, right, who – arguably out of all of the NXT call-ups in the, after the draft has, this past year has fared the best, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they bumped the match off SummerSlam, right? So what are we doing with the women as a whole? Because there is an issue here that we need to look at. The reason we did the hashtag all those years ago, right, was mm-hmm. because we as a fan base – love and respect the talent that these women and the effort that they put in into their craft. And we want to see all of them shine. But and I, I get there's always going to be like the, the hierarchy of the cards. There's always going to be low card, mid card, higher, upper card talent. But even then, sometimes that has to change and it just hasn't. I mean, where's like, what about EO? Where's she been? She's the freaking money in the bank holder. She's barely been on TV. Here's my thing. I feel like the only way this will make me happy if Oscar somehow loses this belt to Charlotte Flair 
I need EO to immediately come out and take this belt away from Charlotte Flair. And so Nia and Asuka will now be upset with EO and, and they can have an EO Asuka feud, which I would love to see. But this that is the only way this makes any sense for Asuka to lose her belt. Or even if Asuka wins and EO comes out and change the money in the I it it Charlotte Flair does not need to walk out of Detroit with his belt. No. Yep. And Bianca ago. Belair honestly does not need to walk out of Detroit with his belt. That's my personal and I love Bianca Belair. But I don't think she even needs to walk out of Detroit with his belt. It needs to be on Oscar or it needs to be on EO. Period. And I mean also we also have to think too, like Bailey and EO have been having this like tension teased back and forth for a little bit. And it's kind of been like they're half together, still half not. It's really weird and interesting, right? But mm-hmm. even if, let's say, theoretically, EO does cash in and win the brief, win the belt, right? Because she probably will if she cashes in after this triple threat. I mean, where does that put her and Bailey? Like, sure, that'd be great. I would love to see it. But also, that would mean Oscar would have like a 60 day title reign. And I want her to have this belt for a while because she deserves it. We she, and she's getting older. She's like in her mid forties now. Like mm-hmm. we do not know how much longer she's going to be around. And I mm-hmm. want her to be able to have these reigns that we remember because she's done everything. Literally mm-hmm. held every female belt in this company. Won the Rumble. Won Money in the Bank. Won everything. Surefire Hall of Famer. But she doesn't have like that iconic iconic title reign that so many other people have that like keep her up here and other than the NXT one. And like, Mm -hmm. I want that for her. I think we all want that for her. Right. I think that WWE has a baby face problem in the women's division, right? Because Bianca needs to turn heel and she's on the cusp of turning heel, but who is she going to turn heel against? Because it can't be Charlotte. Charlotte is not a good baby face. Even though no. she can be baby face sometimes, she's not a good baby face. Charlotte's like a good baby face for like her first return match, and then you got to immediately turn her heel, right? Mm-hmm. Like same way you would like a old school Chris Jericho or Triple H, right? And so this is not the moment for Bianca, right? She needs to hold off. This is a builder. I want to see Bianca versus Charlotte. Honestly, that is a dream match that I would really like to see have happen. And so I think this is an opener for that. I would like to see Asuka continue to hold the belt until at least Survivor Series. Just have her put on banger matches, have it be good, build that tension with Asuka and Io because is Io going to take it off of her friend? That's the that's the big question, right? Like, or, you know, and maybe Bianca winning and Io coming in and cashing in, that could create some tension. It could give Bianca even more reason to be upset. My worry is that for some reason, Charlotte has this contractual obligation that every time a new belt design comes out, that she's got got to add it to her wall. Um, And she can't go after Rhea's right now because they just had their big WrestleMania blow off or whatever. So it wouldn't make sense. So unfortunately, Asuka is the first victim of that. So I think as much as I would hate for it to happen, I, I don't... I actually think in this situation, because it doesn't make sense for the other two to go, I, I really think that to build this feud that they want to build and to build some some, I, I this is the least predictable match 
and it is the least predictable match because I don't know if WWE is going to make sense, if they're going to go in a direction that will just absolutely annoy us, or if they will go into a direction that they think is going to appease us, but yet it's not right. So it could go either way. I, I would like to see Asuka hold on to at least Survivor Series um, just to give her a decent amount of run in the in with the belts and who knows who like I honestly I have no idea what's gonna happen with this match and again I wish I was a little bit more invested because I love all three of these women. Where are your picks, guys? Oscar, I want Oscar. Um, please, dear God, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Bianca. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna say Bianca, but I'm also gonna say that Io is walking out as Jam. My, my official winner pick is Charlotte. Oh, oh no, Topher, you better knock on wood, please, please knock on wood, please knock on wood. <laughs> Thank you. I'll do it for you. Right, okay. Hey, the okay. only match okay. on this card that I care about. The only one. I'm excited for it um, because, y'all, we're about to see Finn Balor win the World Heavyweight title. I'm stoked. I'm not even going to lie. I'm excited. Yeah. We, 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 you, we, do we think we go see Finn Balor win only to have Damian Priest come and take it from him? Mm-mm, not yet. Yeah. No? Okay. I think they're built. I feel like that's going to be WrestleMania, honestly. I think Finn is going to have the belt. For a while, maybe up until the Rumble, Finn's gonna drop it at the Rumble. Priest is gonna cash in. I could see Finn winning the Rumble this year, and then them having a match at WrestleMania. I could see some craziness go on there. But like honestly, I just don't think Seth having the belt is more interesting than Finn having it right now. I think, and also, it's about time we got a new faction with the whole draped in gold situation. And all of them have a belt, even if Dom's not going to have that North American title for much longer, probably. So let all of them have the, the draped in gold moment, Judgment Day, Domination, whatever, and then move on from there. I yep. think Finn winning the belt makes the mess up. Judgment Day deserves it. That's all I got to say. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> I completely, I completely agree. I have nothing else to add. The time is right. Um, I I wish they played into the tension a lot more in in between the Judgment Day. I would love for Damien. I, I think the Judgment Day breaking up by Damien cashing on Finn would be not amazing, not spectacular, but something. Um. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. Finn's walking out as champion. What I could see work. Now, don't get me wrong. I would love to see Finn become the champion, but something. This is just a theory I'm going to throw out there that I think could work. If I was, if I was booking this to create even more tension with Finn, because Finn is at a precipice right now that I really think that Finn could cross over and kind of become a face with this new energy and attitude that he has right now. Finn does all of the work. Finn comes this close to beating Seth Rollins. And then Damian Priest comes in and cashes in on Seth Rollins and takes 
the belt and walks away with it after Finn has done everything. I think that level of like drama and attitude and engage and then have Finn versus Damian Priest with Finn having to take the belt from Damian Priest, I feel like that could work. That's just, you know, spitballing. Do I think that's going to happen? No. But I would love that to happen because that would be really cool. And that's what I would do if I was. That would be crazy. Now, this match, it was phenomenal at Money in the Bank. And I think this match is going to be phenomenal here at SummerSlam. I think it's going to be match of the night. Um, I I, I think definitely the best match of the night on rematch line. Yes, yes. Bomber Slam. Yeah, so it, it's going to do really well. You did not and say I, that in AGR fashion. I, I do love <laughs> the seven years in the making, you know, like video package of like, you know, it, it, this really is, this whole pay-per-view is kind of seven years in the making. Um, and, you know, listen, Vince is away. Vince is like permanently on medical leave right now and will not be coming back until his legal stuff is taken care of. So, you know, like this is truly Triple H's ball game. This is his and, you know, Seth Rollins makes people. Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins is everything Dolph Ziggler wish he could have became. Um, and it should have no, been me. No, we're not doing it tonight. Like, we're not doing it tonight. Why would you do that? <laughs> okay, regardless, Lana, what do you got on this one? I think you all know where I am. I have changed my whole mood because I am in my Judgment Day era. Um, the Judgment Day is going to be the faction that I'm standing with right now. I think they're all going to have gold in the the uh, in the the contract. It is what it is. It's finally, finally time for Finn Balor to get what he properly deserves. And he should have had it at the beginning. And she should have got it at Money in the Bank, in my personal opinion. He should have got it when it was first announced. He should have been in that match. It shouldn't have been AJ Styles and Seth Rollins. It should have been Finn Balor and Seth Rollins and Finn Balor winning because he deserves it because this is the man who never lost the belt and never seemed to get chances to get the belt back. And then when he does, they have him lose, which is annoying. So, I'm in my Finn Balor era. I am in my Judgment Day era. I think Finn Balor is going to win this match, and I'm excited to see it happen. I will say it's very poetic, this being SummerSlam, this being the match at SummerSlam, especially with their last SummerSlam match, where it was like first time ever, Universal, whatnot. So it would make sense for Finn to take the W here. I think... I understand people wanting them to, but I think it makes a lot more sense him winning it here rather than money in the bank, just with the... And also, we we do have to remember, it was the first, like, major defense Seth had for the belt. It was a brand new belt that had just been established. They don't Mm -hmm. want the first, like, the first match to be the one where he's like, yeah, belt goes to somebody else, because that kind of makes the belt look a little cheap. Seth's defended the belt, I believe, 17 times mm-hmm. now, if I, if I, if I remember correctly. 
correctly. It could be more from live events since then. So I don't know. I think 17 defenses in two months is a pretty solid range for this belt. And also, Seth Rollins does not need a championship. We no. said it at whatever uh, – was it Crown Jewel? Was that the yep. show? Like, we said it at Crown Jewel. We said it at Money in the Bank. We're going to say it here, too. Seth doesn't need a belt. He is going to remain over for the rest of his life. Yep. It does not matter. Finn, please. Finn, please. I predict at least an attempted buckle bomb into the turnbuckle. Oh, I attempted into I predicted into the barricade because they want to do that yes. slam callback. That's, that's what I meant, the barricade. Um, but yeah, my my pick is going to be Finn Balor on this one. Same. Finn it up. Control phone. Lewis. Oh, Finn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tribal combat. For no, I steel, get that reference. For no belt, steel. It's the belt not on the line. No, the belt's on the line. Oh, is it? It's okay. tribal combat for the universal title in recognition as the tribal chief of the Anawahi family. I believe. Okay. The yes. That's yeah, everything's true. on the line. Actually, everything's on the line. Oh, the whole family, world, his reputation, his family, his family's family. Who gets this to go to Thanksgiving? Who gets, right. to, who gets to sit at the kids' table or who gets to sit at the grown-ups' table? Right. Yeah. Who gets to it's, DM Naomi after? Like, I mean, truly everything on the line. Who's everything. starring in the finale in the live action, Moana? Yeah, who, who, who was going yeah. to take over and do The Rock's part in the live action movie? The new Scorpion King remake? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Who's going to be the next Hollywood star? So there was a thing that happened. I don't remember. I think it might have been Monday, but it was an ESPN interview with Roman mm-hmm. and Paul Heyman. Yes. Um, the thing that's really been getting the news press from it was Paul Heyman referring to himself as the GOAT. And people are like, well, what about Bobby Heenan? And he's like, he doesn't count. He's dead. And that's been like circling the internet. But the thing that Please. I took away from it was Roman saying, hey, I'm not getting involved in any of this. That's on him. Talking about Paul, right? And just... Anytime he was spoken to, pretty much, it was tunnel vision on uh, JSO. Like, complete and utter tunnel vision. Um, so, yeah, I, I'll be real. I don't like Jay's chances here. I love him. And I've said for a while that I think he would be a great person to break the rain. I know a lot of people still want Cody. I'm fine with that if it happens. I want it to happen sooner rather than later, but it won't. Um, but, yeah... I think Roman's winning this one, unfortunately. Yeah, I think we're about to go to, uh, back to the Uso Penitentiary. Um, I think that uh, I think that Jimmy and Jay always do good things together, and I think them going and almost having the Shield-like era where they're on the lamb, out of their family, would be really great. I also just see, just like with Finn, Money in the Bank would have been a good time. Maybe later will be a great time. I feel very similarly about this. I think that this would be a good contender, but not. this is not it. This needs to build. And so I, I think, to me, I think Roman has this one in the back. Yeah, I kind of feel like this match is happening sooner than it needs to happen because the story of Roman as a tribal chief is not over yet, and they need Solo to leave Roman's side. Roman has to be alone with nobody like right. 
he has to be able to do this without anybody before he gives up the tribal chief. He needs to go into this thing where he is all about his, I think at some point Paul Heyman is leaving. I think at some point Solo's gonna leave. Like Roman has to be able to go into whatever match he loses this belt and loses this title as the tribal chief. He needs to be utterly alone. Everybody is against him. He is on the aisle of relevancy by himself. And he feels so dejected, so, you know, cast aside from everybody that Roman is now like, then it's like now he's not capable of being the tribal chief. Who he's, Who is he the chief of? Nobody is there for you. Nobody is listening to you. You have no table to sit at. You're just sitting at the table by yourself. So I feel like this match should have happened later. Like when everybody's gone, all the Usos are gone, Solo's gone, Paul is gone. I don't know if Paul is going to go with the rest of with the rest of them, but I just know he's got to be out of the picture, and right. Roman has to be alone. So I just think this is happened too soon. I think we're going to get a rematch of this, but later, and then that's when it's going to make sense. And I hate that we keep having rematches, but this match is going to be a match that's going to have to happen. But way later, maybe WrestleMania. But yeah. Here's my issue with that. I would be fine with a rematch if this was just a standard one-on-one. With the way it's being built is like tribal combat. Oh my God, everything on the line, anything goes, what the fuck not. Like, what can you do next if you're going to, like, what make what elevates the next match? If they do have a rematch, um, yeah, that's my only issue. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind a rematch. I just like, how do you make the next rematch bigger than a fucking tribal combat match? Where, I mean, I don't know what a tribal combat match, mind you, um, but it sounds like the culmination of a huge thing. Yeah. Um, so, in my head. And yeah, there's no way Uso's winning. Unfortunately, I do want to. I do want an Uso main title reign at some point, but it's not mm-hmm. going to happen now. It's not going to happen anytime soon. Um, I think we don't get a rematch on that basis. But then I was like, who's going to be the placeholder from now until Mania when I think Cody's going to get back into that? And Lana answered my question. That question for me. Solo, possibly, and then Paul Heyman. <laughs> yes, oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the wise man wrestles okay. in. Keeping it a buck, Roman has been on the last three pay per views. If you count SummerSlam, okay, it's about time he's going to take a break from the, the the regular stuff. You really think this man is going to be at Payback, which is the next pay per view? No. no, but Survivor no. Series, um, Survivor Series for sure. Yeah, well, we got Payback. Whatever's in October, not sure, and then Survivor Series in November. So, I, I just, for me, I don't think Roman, ha- I don't really know where they're going to go with Roman next. I don't think it should be anything to do with this. I think we have seen enough of the inner bloodline civil war for now after this match. And wherever Roman goes from here, it needs to be like a bigger spectacle or even a match, maybe just a standard feud. It's been a minute since we've seen Roman in an actual feud. So it, it could be nice to see him feuding with, I don't know, who's on SmackDown? Like, Sheamus would be fun. So. 
I my okay. I don't mean to sound like a negative Nancy, and I feel like because I like I love wrestling so much, and I'm not excited for SummerSlam, the second biggest show of the year. And I think in hindsight, we're gonna look back and be like, man, isn't it weird that Backlash was a better show than SummerSlam this year? <laughs> um, I I'm not looking forward to 25 minutes worth of entrances. I'm not looking forward to this being the last match and you killing the momentum that I have and the interest that I have in this by the 25 minutes worth of entrances and like sitting there being like, okay, I'm actually like ready for this to be over because like, I don't care. And here's the thing, like as much as I love Roman Reigns and this has been, he's been great. He's absolutely been great. I will still go back to, wouldn't this card just be like a smidge better if like, I don't know, Cody Rhodes won at WrestleMania. And then when he won at WrestleMania, he surprisingly beat Brock Lesnar at Backlash. Maybe Brock took it off of him when he fell asleep at uh, Night of Champions. And now Cody Rhodes is going to win his second championship against Brock Lesnar in a rematch at SummerSlam that has actual stakes and means something. Meanwhile, we have this phenomenal storyline over here for the championship for not like for no championship at all and is just strictly about blood and it is a blood feud that has its own going ons which can exist in its own universe and be cool but the problem is the problem is is that you have your main championship the wwe championship is tied up in this feud and we missed the boat on Roman Reigns losing the belt in a way that would have meant something. And now it just feels like it's dragging on this last year of Roman as champion. Even if he loses it at WrestleMania 40, it's like, it's just time. I'm, I'm done with it. It would have been, it, they had the perfect opportunity at WrestleMania and the rest of the way this year has played out is proving that it was a perfect opportunity at WrestleMania and it has only made it sting even more. The fact that this match is main eventing SummerSlam with all due respect to Jey Uso, he is not SummerSlam championship match, tribal combat. It's not. And that's why this pay-per-view sucks is because it's the top match on the card and nobody's excited for it. At least I mean, I don't even have a problem with Jay Uso, right? Because when they had their match at Hell in a Cell a few years back, right, I was invested, right? And I was really curious to see where things went, and it was really compelling, right? And even then, the promo work that they have been doing on SmackDown has been super great, too. Do not get me wrong. For me, though, I completely agree with Topher, because why did Roman just randomly want to go after the tag titles with Solo? right? Wouldn't it have meant more if he didn't have a championship belt around his waist anymore and he felt like he needed a belt to remain, like, the guy in his family? Like, yeah. it, I, it just... And then the whole unraveling with the match against the Usos and all of that, like, the belt is so unnecessary to this entire story. Because that's what a belt is. It's an accessory, Right? That's all it's there for. The belt is there to, one, legitimize talent, but to be something worth fighting for, right? The story doesn't need something worth fighting for because there already is something worth fighting for, right? Yep. Cody and Brock 
desperately need something to fight for. Outstandingly need something to fight for. To the point where we, literally, it's his favorite wrestler and he doesn't care, right? Mm-hmm. When you get to that point, there had to be something, right? Because right now, that is nothing. This is good. It's too much. They need that, like, Goldilocks effect of moving the gold to Cody and Brock and also everything will be great. Here's a a mental picture for everyone, including the listener. Take the belt off Roman. Why does this match suddenly mean more with less? Mm. Because the belt is being overpowered by tribal power, right? Being the tribal chief, Roman is more important than any belt at this point. And so being the tribal chief, being Roman Reigns, being the guy means even more than the belt. And yet the belt is just there. And that's why we felt felt that way, right? And we're talking about how the belt elevates the person. Well, Gunther has shown us that the person can, can force the belt to mean something, right? The person can make the belt. And right now Roman has made that belt, but now it's the opposite. And, you know, on another note, anybody else wondering what Austin Theory's been doing with that U.S. title lately? I'm just saying, like, has it defended the belt on pay-per-view and how long? Um, well, that's because when, you know, Austin Theory gets on the show, I mean, A-Town ratings go down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, oh, I mean, look, he beat Cena at WrestleMania clean, I might add. And nobody cares. I mean, nobody cares. Yeah. Who hasn't beat Cena at WrestleMania? Shawn Michaels. Yeah, nobody um, cares. Yeah, nobody yeah. cares. Shawn Michaels. Who the hell did he ever beat in his second tenure? <laughs> Triple H. <laughs> Multiple times. And gotta make gotta make that quick callback though. We were talking about how Charlotte Flair might be the female John Cena. Well, you know what she hasn't done? Given victories to developing talent. Cena nope. didn't start doing that until he was. But like, Cena's been. But he's it. done that. He's done it. <laughs> but, but he's been I, doing that. I'll put it like this, and this is my take on this match. I feel like it's just too soon, and if for some reason, I even though I don't think it will happen, I kind of. You know, just I kind of want it to happen just so we can just move on, but I don't think it's going to happen. I wish Jay Uso would just win this match, take the belt off Roman, and Roman just goes away for a while. Just because I, it's at that point, it's like if we don't, then we just have a belt that's just not ever going to be defended again until probably maybe Survivor Series. And that's the maybe because in they might decide – Oh, this Survivor Series, we're going to go back to old school Survivor Series rules and we're going to have the champion get a team and then uh, SmackDown and the champions of uh, Raw get a team together and then they just fight each other so no championships are decided. It's I just, like we will never get the belt off of him until maybe Royal Rumble or maybe WrestleMania. And it's like, I just wish they would just get it over with. Like, rip the Band-Aid off, people. Just take it and go. Give it to Jay. Let him become the tribal chief. Um, Roman refuses to bow down, so he leaves. And Like, like I'm a big man, baby, so I'm going to leave, and I don't want to be under you, so he leaves. Jimmy comes back after his injury. Solo finally says, you know what, fine, I'm going to the tribal chief. And we move on. Probably not going to happen, but we can dream, can't we? Imagine a world where Jay wins and all that happens and Solo goes after Austin Theory. Yeah. And just 
demolishes this man and wins the U.S. title. Right, and then we'll have the belt, and he'll have a belt, and Jimmy can come back and take on Gunther, and they have an IC championship brawl, and he gets a belt, and they'll be dripping with belts, and the bloodline will be legit again without Roman Reigns. I personally, as a faction, am happy the bloodline is, like, half dead now um, because I'm just over it. Like, personally, love the Usos. Love what they have done with like the new day in the past, Sammy and Kevin here lately. All I th- want them to get back to tag team championships and just do that. I want them to I first they need to split up the tag titles. Secondly, yeah. I want the Usos yes. to like honestly, I don't even want them to be tag champs right now. I want them to elevate the status of tag teams in that company, period. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. we've been getting these teases of like the street profits and Bobby yes, Lashley, which I'm very excited about. By the way, people are calling that. What was it? The uh, there was a name that I've been hearing that I really liked. Um, the uh, the Almighty Profits or something like that. That was Ooh, that'd, like, be was really uh, that'd be cute. Profit um, business. The profit business. I don't know. It was something. I don't really like that. Was, I like the all my. No, profit. I just made it. I think a profit or something like that. But there was a really good name that was like, "Ooh, ooh that's great." I like um, the Almighty Prophet. There's also that rumor going around that Carmelo Hayes is about to drop the NXT title, and he's yeah up as well. Like yep. we've been seeing a lot of really cool stuff going on on SmackDown that could bring some really cool tag teams in there. And Raw, their tag team division lately has been doing some really great stuff with like Alpha Academy and the Raiders have been having fun. Kevin and Sammy have been feuding with some people as well. So, like, you know, even though Kevin's injured, like, the Usos need to help that. And they, because they were atop that division for so long that it almost made everybody else seem lesser in comparison. So I feel like they need to help build those teams up again before they go for any belts. I mean, I just want the faction of my choice right now to be in control. And that is the Judgment Day. And then maybe when um, Bobby Lashley gets the Street Profits and maybe get Carmelo and uh, Hayes to come up and they form their own version of the Nation of Domination, then I will be down for that as well because, you know, I'm here for that. I love the Nation of Domination. So we're going to do a whole nother version of the Nation of Domination because see, that was the new day was supposed to be when they started, but then it got all positive and everything. It was like, ah, okay, cool. That's cute. But I need a real another like, Nation of Domination faction to come in and just, like, dominate. And yep. yeah, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Be the nation of domination. So uh, it sounds to me, guys, SummerSlam, we have to wait and see because it's not going to be this. It's not going to be this pay-per-view, but maybe this can make something decent for us in the future. SummerSlam. <laughs> maybe we can get something going so by the time we get to Survivor Series, we'll have some good stories built up and we can have some actually good uh Pro, what, it's not pay per view anymore. What do they call it? Premium um, live event. Premium live event. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have a we'll have some really good premium live events coming up in October or November, maybe. So, I also saw, and I don't know if this is verified yet or not. Um, is Kid Rock opening? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's a really bad choice. That's a very bad choice, and it honestly kind of makes it to where like I'm like. I mean, 
I'm a little busy this weekend. I don't know if I'm watching SummerSlam live. I'm going to be honest. It's my niece's I'm gonna make myself uh, busy niece's this first birthday, and I'm going to be at my family's house. We may watch it. We may not. I got to tell you, it'll be hard to sit through Kid Rock opening things up. I will not. I will probably just skip through that part. I probably yeah. won't want like, or mute and go make my snacks. That if time. Kid Rock going is like, I got my book. <laughs> I got a book. I do read. I read. I can read. If Kid Rock fucking opens the show, I'm turning it off and just relying on the Twitter feed to tell me what so, happens. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I. I sometimes I. You know. I. Sometimes WWE makes it difficult to. to back the I mean, this is the thing. Vince McMahon did just get raided, and I feel like I this whole lines of the raid with his homeboy getting in trouble lately still, and then now you go bring Kid Rock to open up. It's just giving me very unpleasant vibes, so I'm just like, I don't know. I hope they just steer clear of some things, but, but you know uh, what? In these dour times, to the viewers of the cup, always remember that you can come back and see our recap, and maybe we'll be happy. Maybe this will be, you know, just a lot of doom and gloom. Maybe you'll look, and we're going to be able to share more tea, and it'll be all fantastic. I doubt it, but it might happen. So please do hit up the cup because we also have a lot of other content we cover. So if this is a little dour for you, we have a lot of other times. If you want to look back to like backlash, we are really positive about it. So you know, if you're watching this and you're like, wow, these guys are a little negative, we I promise you, let's hope it gets we better. Fucking, uh, well, we've been here for the worst and the best. Hey, you want to see us embrace the power of positivity? Go watch our top 10 favorite matches video from a few weeks back. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We, need to, we need to do more of those top 10. Which, which we are, because we I have some topics of that we need to talk about top 10s with. So we will be doing some more top 10s. Probably maybe top 10 pay-per-views next. Maybe top 10 champs next. We don't top know. 10 favorite Simon Dean matches. Um, yes. I would. I will. I, sure. I will have to go do some research on that because I don't even know who Simon Dean is. Because so do I. Well, I'm going to there you but, go. You go, Topher. Yeah, best Royal Rumbles. Like, I will. Because yeah. that's one of my favorite best, pay-per-views best. of all time. Royal Rumble surprises, particularly. I mean, yeah. Maybe a watch along. Maybe a Royal Rumble. Oh, oh maybe we could do. It. Yeah, we'll do, figure it out. But we'll figure it out. We'll have more stuff. And let's we'll say we won't. We're not always as gloom and doom as as we seem right now. So well, I am. I mean, <laughs> Lewis, look, that's only when Lewis is here. Sometimes Life Lewis don't even show up. You're born, you live, <laughs> and then you die. No, Lewis, did you see the uh, all-in, the main event's going to be out of Colin MJF? Uh, but, but I don't even think it's going to be that because there's more to it to the meets the eye. Anyway. Why are we talking about that right now? Yeah, I don't really. know why. We're that, and that, It wasn't even me. It was Brooke that brought it up. <laughs> well, uh, anyway... Join us next week. We're going to come back to talk about our reactions and how we feel about all of this. So maybe WWE might surprise us and we won't be. We'll be pleasantly surprised. Maybe not. But do all the things. You're on YouTube. Press all the buttons to show that you are supporting us, that you like us, and that you, you know, leave your comments below. Are you as gloom and doom as we are? Or are you optimistic about this pay-per-view? Let us know in the comment sections. 
Also, if you're our audio listeners, you know, do all those things over there too. Press the button, show us that you support us. Um, follow us on all of our social media outlets, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the Cup Pod. And um, and if you just want to follow us on Twitter, please you can do that. Yeah. I'm I'm probably gonna be talking more big brother than I am about wrestling on my personal feeds, but you know, you might like that. And if you're a fan of us on if you're a fan of our drag race content, we have that. Go over to our main channel on the cup pod and you can subscribe there and then subscribe here. Cause why not? And, you know what? and then if you like wrestling and you really care and want to support, just do both. Just do both. You know, and also buy your merch wow. at lanagecreations.etsy.com. Especially if you want the cup mug, because the cup mug, all the cool kids have the cup mug. Period. And we I do ship internationally. So. Cool kids. so stay yeah. tuned for our reactions to some mid-slam. And uh, we'll we'll see you guys next week on SummerSlam Saturday. Yep. So cheers, y'all. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, wait. Cheers. I'm going to push the button a minute because, yep. That's what we do. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bring back Funaki. <laughs> Not Funaki.